Fostering with Love, Episode 8, for Tuesday, September 21st, Adoption. Hey guys, my name is Dan and I'm a foster parent. I know it's been a long time since the last episode has posted, so I'm really sorry about that. But uh, we've been very busy, and now you guys can find out why. (laughs) I'm sure many of you have guessed, and if you uh, were reading some of the comments of that last blog post that I posted, just saying that we're busy, (laughs) and that it would be a little while, um, someone kind of guessed. So, we have been chosen to be placed with an adoption. So we're really excited. We've been waiting over nine months for this. So it's like a a pregnancy. Um, That's how long it's been. It really seemed like it was never going to happen. Uh, The agency, well, I guess you guys have heard the story in past episodes. They had a lot of adoptive parents in the pool ready to adopt. Not that many birth moms, but they called us a while ago and said things are picking up. Then we got the call. We were chosen for an adoption. We made this book. Uh, It has our whole life story all about us and tons of pictures of our family. So uh, someone that's going in to give their baby up for adoption can learn all about us and who we are and what we're like. And so we were chosen. Um, And normally through this agency, you... You find out before the baby's born, and then you take the baby home right from the hospital. You might even get invited to go to ultrasounds and stuff like that. Um, But in this case, a mom had tried for about three months and said, I just can't do this. So she decided to give her baby up for adoption. Um, She's just starting the last year of high school. The dad's in high school as well. And so we... Uh, got the call, and I took off work around noon, took off early, because after looking through the book and choosing us, she said, I want to meet these guys right now. So I drove from Coeur Idaho, to Spokane, where we live. I work in Coeur d'Alene, uh, about 45-minute drive, and we met them at a restaurant around 1. Um, the mom seemed ready to make this thing happen right away. She didn't seem very attached to her baby, um, and her grandma was with her, and the grandma was crying, and you could tell it was really hard for her, and so we talked for like an hour or so, and they just got to know us a little more, got to ask us questions, and just meet us, and we got to meet the little baby. She was asleep for most of the time. Um, but my wife and I got to hold her a little bit. She pretty much stayed asleep, but, um, she sleeps really well. She's a very happy baby. She's a redhead. She's very cute. Um, so anyway, we met with the birth mom and her grandma, and I left very excited, but also my heart just went out to the grandma, because it was really hard for her, and I think the grandparents have, she's she's actually the the great-grandma of the little baby. I think her and the grandparents of the baby have kind of been doing the lion's share of 
raising this child, and it's them who it was the hardest on. Um, so next we went to meet with the birth dad a little while later. We met with him, uh, took him out to lunch as well. So we met with just him in a restaurant. And he actually did not want to do an adoption. But um, after meeting with us, he told us we seemed like reasonable people. And we communicated to him that we wanted him to be a part of her life. And that was one of his main concerns. Uh, he, he didn't want her to just... He didn't want to never see her again. And he wants to be a part of her life. We think that's wonderful. The agency we go through does open adoptions because they find that it's just so much healthier for the um, people giving their child up for adoption. Uh, they can see them a lot when it's fresh and real close to the placement. And then they kind of taper off after that. Probably just because it's so hard, but also their lives get so busy. And I guess it's the, the agency's told us it's kind of like a bell curve or around two years um, because all of the contact is on them they call us to set up the meetings throughout the year um, and it's on them to write letters and stuff like that so I guess after around two years you just don't end up hearing from most of them anymore and I think it's it's too hard they, they've moved on um, but but we want this to be an open adoption as well because um, I guess it's just so much better for for them giving their child up to be able to say goodbye with still seeing her every once in a while after the adoption and we want them to have uh, uh, as healthy as a transition as they can and then for us we get to find out the medical history uh, even mannerisms we get to meet the mom and dad and you know, when our child grows up someday, we can say, oh, you get that from your mommy, or you get that from your daddy, and we'll just be able to parent better, and it's a good thing. It's not easy, though. Um, so, after meeting the mom and dad, uh, we were, um, we met the grandparents and on the mom's side, and that went really well. They were awesome people. They're Christians. And then we decided, okay, this is the day that we will come in and take her home with us. So we uh, decided on that. And that day we came. We said, you know, call us in the afternoon when you guys are ready. So the birth mom called us. We went there. We were thinking this will be about 15 minutes long. Uh... It was just going to be real awkward, so we wanted to get it over with. And, you know, we're excited to bring this baby home. But we said, you know, we want to give you guys time, so you call us when you're ready. The birth mom calls us, we go there, and we end up staying for like three and a half hours. Uh, the birth mom's parents are separated. So we got to meet her mom and her grandma, the baby's great-grandma. And then they left before we did because it was just too hard for them to see us take her. So they left after we met them. That went well. Um, and then we stayed there till the grandpa could get home, the birth mom's father. And her stepmom was there the whole time. Great people. But as you can imagine, it was very awkward. It was very hard for them to say goodbye. 
and the, the dad, the grandpa came home and fed her, and then uh, after we'd been there for like three and a half hours, he kind of was holding her, and with tears in his eyes, he gave her to my wife, and we ended up leaving. Um, also, the great-grandma came by, and she left before we did. So, that was really rough. Very awkward. Being there for that long was excruciating <laughs> because it it's hard for us to see them. We felt like we were almost ripping this child away from them. But mostly, as I said, the grandparents, the mom was like, let's get this over with almost. You know, she cried a little bit, but she didn't even want to say goodbye really or hold or kiss the child. I think she just wants to move on. Probably because it's hard for her and this is how she's coping with it. Um, so we took the child home. She's in our care now. And uh, the timing worked out just great. The little nine-month-old that was with us, uh, the week that we found out we were going to be placed with an adoption, he went home to be with family. I believe it's in his, his aunt and uncle. And I wasn't there, but my wife dropped him off and said that they were very excited and... She said they were very sweet, so we're so grateful that he went home to be with family and a good a good home. So that was awesome. Uh, that's where we're at. That's what we've been doing. We've been really busy, um, as you can tell. And um, so we're really excited. And we just love her to death already. Um, she's beautiful and... I can't believe I have a daughter. My wife's very excited. My wife has three sisters. She's always wanted a little girl. So she just can't wait to... She already got to go buy girl clothes. She's always saying when we get when we were getting clothes for our baby boy, look at all the girl clothes they have. There's so much more cute clothes for little girls and baby girls than there are for boys. <laughs> so my wife Katie's really excited. Um, I'm really excited. I can't believe I have a daughter it's just it makes me smile and so right now we're just going to keep doing what we're doing we've got a little uh now he's a five-month-old foster baby the one that we've had the whole time a three-month-old adopted daughter and our two-and-a-half-year-old son and uh we're just chugging along doing great that's what we've been up to and thank you guys so much for listening and if you guys are new, uh, you can hear the rest of our journey. We've got about uh, seven episodes before this one to catch up on. Um, if you're here from the Foster Parenting Podcast, again, thank you so much for coming and having a listen. And thank you for the Foster Parenting Podcast for giving us a shout-out, sharing some of your listenership. You guys put on a great show. And so with that, I will bid you adieu and... Sure, we'll have a lot more to talk about soon, but that's why we haven't posted anything in quite a while. Sorry about the delay, but glad I can get this out to you guys, and God bless. Find the blog that goes with this podcast at fosteringwithlove.blogspot.com, and I'm on Twitter now as at fosterwithlove. Music used was Fresh Deep Drum and Bass, Volume 2, by DJ Krause, found at archive.org. This podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 3.0 US License.